Welcome to the Sacred Emergence Podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Wong, and I'm so thrilled that you're here. This is a place where you'll be guided to living your most aligned life so that your truest, most radiant self can emerge. We'll be jamming on topics ranging from spirituality, entrepreneurship, to wellness and lifestyle design, and everything in between that can support you to grow, evolve, and shine, all the while not taking ourselves too seriously. So if you're ready to step into your leadership, break through limiting beliefs, own all of who you are, and expand in abundance, grab yourself your faith cup of tea, and let's dive in. Hey, hey, it's Michelle Wong. Welcome back to the Sacred Emergence Podcast. In this week's episode, I had the pleasure of interviewing Jay Kimber, and I just loved my conversation with Jay. So in this episode, we talk about God in the body, and Jay has such a great way of bringing women to tap back into their body's wisdom. And so here's a short bio from Jay. Jay Kimber guides women back to their feminine energy divinity through movement and embodied entrepreneurship. I think you'll love this episode. And uh, if you haven't already, please subscribe. And if this resonated with you, I would love for you to share on the socials and tag both Jay and I. Um, And please follow Jay. All of the ways that you can connect with her are in the show notes. And without further ado, enjoy this episode. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Sacred Emergence. It's Michelle Wong. And today I have a beautiful guest joining us by way of Australia. Jay Kimber is such a beautiful, beautiful soul. And I'm so excited for our conversation today. Um, Jay and I met through a business mentor and I had the pleasure of working with Jay through her mastermind, She Blooms. And uh, really helping me tapping back into embodying my feminine. So welcome to the podcast, Jay. I'm so excited that you're here. Thanks for having me. Wonderful to be here. Yeah. So, well, I, there's just so much, like, we're going to talk about God in the body. Um, Mm -hmm. And like, you're, you're sitting in your beautiful new home that you purchased in, it looks like your sofa. (laughs) Like you're, oh, yeah. I'm on my couch. <laughs> you're just living the life. So I just like, I just love connecting with you on the socials and just watching like your journey. Um, and I feel like, like you have this deep trust in life and I feel like a huge part of it is our topic today, God in the body. So mm-hmm. yeah, I would love to hear maybe like your I don't know, whatever's coming through for you. Yeah, it's my favorite topic. So I'm really glad that we chose this topic. Um, God in the body is probably a culmination of my journey to now. You know, growing up Christian, I grew up with the Christian God. And that was a man in the sky with a white beard and quite um, into damnation and lots of rules. And it's possible to sin and you can go wrong. And so I kind of left that and went on a spiritual journey. Um, And then when I finally embraced femininity again as valuable and started to incorporate my art back as my business, so business as art and my, my dance is my art, when that came to the forefront again, something magical happened. And it was that I reconnected with divinity and God in a very different way. And the way that I connected with God was through my body, not through concepts of my mind. And so 
diving back into this feminine practice of dance and art and creativity was actually the thing that led me back to God, but in a way that I had never experienced before. And so what ended up happening was I realized that feminine energy is the place, the experience of holding hands with divinity. And it's actually where we are the most sovereign because we bring God from being a concept to being an experience in our body. And that is sovereignty, right? So it's it's an accidental discovery, helped very much by the beautiful Megan Watterson who wrote um, Mary Magdalene Revealed. So Mary Magdalene played a really big role in bridging the gap between traditional Christianity or how Christianity has sort of, let's say, been butchered and, and used and deep embodied spirituality and a connection with God in the body. Mm. So where I'm at now is what does it feel like to live a life with God in the body? What is that experience and how do we tap into it and how do we say yes to it? And this is the biggest thing that I'm exploring right now. How do we say a big yes to living with God in the body? Oh, that is so, so good. Like, it's such a, like when I first heard you say God in the body, there was like this, like my cells were like, woo, like, I love that. You know, I'm so like, I'm all about embodiment. And, um, and so like, for me, it's just like, it is, it's an invitation back to the feminine in a way that it's like, I think it's always meant to be like this. Right. Cause we're in a body. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah, and it's been such a strange thing that's happened is it's brought me back to Christianity and in, in a way that I can reclaim it quite easily because I can understand now things like what is the Holy Spirit? And, and from church, you know, I remember this Holy Spirit ch- chat and understanding the Father, Son and the Holy Spirit. And now I actually get it that the, the, the spirit that runs through us is a living spirit. It's a living, it's God living through us and it is, it, it's movement and it, it's fire. And it's very interesting when I understood that the Holy Spirit was represented by fire, I understood why my brand Femme Fire was Femme Fire. And so what I'm finding is as we live with God in the body, when we do allow ourselves just to say yes to the next step without understanding why, we're taking that next step or why we're being called to say yes to this thing that if we just trust it yeah yes femfire yes this this brand name is is coming through this was two and a half years ago I didn't really understand what that fire was then truly but as I continued to follow the journey of my journey I realized that femfire is the femininity and the embodiment of the Holy Spirit inside of us the, the living God inside of us. And so this, this idea of God in the body is, is like you said in the beginning, trust and saying yes and not knowing why and not needing to logically know why but being willing to surrender to the next step that God is presenting for you. Mm, that is so good. Like, yeah. Like the, like I, as you're talking, like, like I've worked with you. So like, I get it. Like, you know, and then for listeners, it's like, how do we, 
how would like a listener because it's so like god concept of god is all in the head and how would one bring it into the body yeah this is the this is the challenging part um and this is the part that takes a type of focus that we haven't really trained all that much it's not like you get to set a goal and live the goal it's a different process so I'll explain it in two parts. The first part is this concept of um, we, are, we have free will. Right? We have free will to do whatever we want. In any moment, we can choose to do anything, let's say, right? We, we predominantly live in quite free societies, very lucky. So I got my free will. I can get up in the morning and I can do whatever I want. So we have free will. Or we have this option to kind of relinquish this choice and choose to be in service to God's will. So I can make a choice at any moment or I choose to be in surrender to the divine. But that is my free will choice to be in surrender to the divine. Now, how do you understand what's your will? How do you differentiate what's your choice, your will, the thing that you're deciding or what is God moving in your body? This is a big question. How do, how do we know the difference between the egoic drive, the drive that drives us from the mind, or a drive that drives us through our body? And this takes a process of um, space and time. And what I have created by accident, I didn't create it, came through my body, is a process called drip, bubble, spark, and fire. And this came through in a masterclass that I ran and I actually created the masterclass and I knew I had to and I had no idea what I was going to teach but it was very clear that it was going to be called messages from her and each day of the three-day masterclass it was very clear the first day I had to help people to gather up all the energy that's in their mind the thoughts the ideas the the shoulds the coulds and the woulds and the anxieties of projection into the future and the depressive feelings of looking back at the past right and allow that all to just drip down the mind past the neck over the shoulders down the chest and right down the body all the way to the toes so this drip process allows you to share the pressures that are in your mind with your whole body it's like inviting the body to hold everything with you it's such an important step of starting to understand how to live in a body is to live in a whole body, not just a mind. And once you're in your whole body, your whole body will speak to you. And as your whole body speaks to you, it speaks to you not in thoughts, but it speaks to you in feelings that your mind then serves and translates into thoughts. Like your mind is just the translator, truly. right? It's the thing that translates into language or translates into the masculine direction. So you feel into your body and you can bubble, something will bubble up out of your body, an inspiration, an idea, uh, a piece of art you want to create. And if you trust the thing that's bubbling up and then you put it into spark, you spark it into action, your life will start to take a different direction. Not a direction driven by the head, but a direction driven by the whole body. So. This is the process of starting to understand what it means to have God in the body and be driven by a place where you relinquish choice to 
the divinity inside of you. Mm, Drip, bubble, I love it. spark. And then the fire part of it is when you continue to take those sparky actions, like <gasps> I had this impulse, like <gasps> this thing lights me up. I'm inspired. Inspiration equals alignment. This is an, a whole body alignment. Then you're on fire. You can pound that over time and you, you feel like you're on fire. You know that feeling? Mm-hmm. Yes, he said yes, he said yes, he said yes, he said yes. And suddenly your whole world just feels full and fiery and sparky and your eyes are alight. Your eyes have a light. And this is a sign of someone being inhabited by the Holy Spirit, the fire of life. So this is the difference of this is how we know if we're living with God in the body. We have this light behind our eyes and we feel full of purpose beyond ourselves, bigger than ourselves. And or if we're driving our own life with our own choices, we can feel like we're carrying a lot of weight. It's all on us. We feel separated from the whole. We feel a bit stressed, maybe a bit pinched off. Mm. I just like, I think like most people can relate to like the part of in the head, feeling pinched off, stressed in the head, <laughs> like all the things right. that's worrying about the past and the future and all of that. Um, yeah. Where, like, can you share like maybe your own before and after, like when you were maybe not leading with God in the body and what that was like for you and like how life has started like just blooming and blossoming when you've like, okay, I'm surrendering to the divine in my body. Yes. I mean, I'm going to be very real and say it's a process every day. There will be moments in my day where I'm trying to make my own choices and they never feel as good as when I'm surrendering. So it's, it's a, it's a living thing and it continues to trip me up always because I've grown up in this culture and this culture is a masculine heavy head heavy value towards masculine achievement culture so every day we're going to be faced with um (laughs) having to hold where the value is in our body but I could say that um from my personal life let's go back five maybe six years ago Wow, could even be seven years ago. And I was running business back then and I was an organic farmer. <laughs> so I'm out in the fields. I, I used to have two plots of land in different microclimates. One was on top of a hill and one was on the flats. And uh, I had a, a farm manager. I would be driving the tractors. I had volunteers. And then I had a warehouse with um, a green juice press and I ran multiple farmers markets with my juice and my produce. And I also ran a produce box business and a washable menstrual pads business at the same time. Now, all of these businesses were passion-led businesses because for the last 13 years, I've been unemployable because the spirit inside of me is, has always been loud. It has always been loud. So I was, I was following a sort, I, I was following a God in the body. I was following the inspiration that flew through me, but I was in a very masculine driven working towards burnout and overwhelm vibe like the way that I lived life I'd work all week and then wake up on Monday morning after all the markets and cry Mm. for the whole morning from exhaustion so 80 hour weeks didn't look good on me right (laughs) and and what changed all of that was understanding the value of feminine energy and art and creativity and my uniqueness not having to be 
spread over multiple businesses that were saving the world, right? Organic farming is going to save the world. That's what I used to think, you know, eating healthy is going to save the world. So drink green juice and eat organic produce. And I was overcompensating in my actions by being a farmer and being somebody that made the juice for the people and the produce boxes. So I was putting other people before myself. I was really, really thinking service meant I needed to be below everybody else. I'm just a pawn. I'm just in service. So the shift of from masculine forward working like I was in to feminine forward working is I acknowledge my body. I acknowledge the needs of my body. I soften into my cells. I honour pleasure and I, and I honour joy. Those become valuable suddenly. Like they weren't allowed to be valuable because the world needed saving and mm. how selfish of me to spend time in pleasure and joy, even though I liked my jobs and my businesses. So the shift to being whole and truly bringing an integrated God in the body, like it's like inspiration business, burnout mode or full divine business. My whole body comes with me. And as I bring my body with me, the, the genius appears. It's Mm. not a good idea that beats me down through time it's constant genius day after day after day and so my business became very different like still working definitely but I was relaxed and beautiful and beauty came in and I started dancing again and I and I brought people back to a place of calm instead of overcompensating and doing all the things for them. Mm. They started to make those internal shifts themselves to take responsibility for their own health and the planet. I love that. So it's almost like you switched your business energy into one that's receiving, right? Because then it's like people started being responsible. (laughs) Well, that's really it because when I was working 80-hour weeks, I mean, I was paying myself $700 a week and my business ran all my expenses and I had extra thousands you know it was a good business um but I worked 80 hour weeks Mm -hmm. right up to 80 hours and the shift was when I shifted my business hardly any expenses because I was just me and my art not warehouses and, and staff and you know superannuation and insurance and all things it just became me and my income easily 10 next with less work and that was when it really hit me that saying yes to that gentle there's a gentle voice it doesn't need to be a rampant you know fierce force it's it's a it's a sturdy calm power Mm, I love that a steady calm power yeah yeah yeah, I was going to ask around like the income, like just like your the financial shift, because I feel like like so many people are like there's so much fear because people are in jobs because of, you know, they need the income. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. to suddenly just go into this trust, it's like, well, how how am I going to survive financially? And it sounds like for you, it was like it was even better. Yeah, I mean, I've always been an all in person with business. 
um, because I, I, I really felt in my spirit I couldn't work for somebody else. There was very few causes or businesses that I would truly feel in alignment with. So I was always a no matter what, I'm going to make it work kind of person. Um, but I'm definitely a fan of staying in your job and, and keeping your root chakra safe. You have to have safety before you have creativity. This is one of my most important recommendations to women, especially women. If your root chakra is off and you're not feeling safe, you can't expect to be prolifically creative. It's just the natural order. Even Maslow's hierarchy of needs sort of points this out. So if you leave your job and expect to go straight into a prolifically creative God-driven business and you don't have business skills or someone to support you or a way to actually feel safe, the, the, the creativity centre, the sexual energy centre won't fire. It, it, it just, unless you have a profound, and this can happen, a profound trust in the divine and you surpass the human safety requirements. It's mm. rare that that will happen. <laughs> it is really, yeah. really rare. So it's really kind to be kind. It's really important to be kind to yourself in the transition if you're going to go from employment to self-employment, I found. Yeah, I really appreciate that. Like, like I feel like, um, I don't know, like there's, was there ever any like business messaging where it's about quit your job and start, you know, your business? Like, I just feel that is so dangerous. There was. Um, yeah, there was. And I've, I've been a part of people watching other people push other people saying, go on, do it. We can't, it won't, we'll never work unless you're all in. Blah, blah, blah. Mm. And then seeing these people put so much strain on, their business and you know I've heard it called you know you go out there and you're marketing something and people can feel when you need lunch money mm. or you need to pay your rent and people were like I don't really it doesn't feel good to be your rent money right so there's there's definitely um the energetics are, are real they're the most important thing and and if you're not super super clear with your own energy even if people don't understand what they're feeling they're going to feel it mm, yeah I, I agree. Like it, it definitely creates some tension <laughs> in yeah. your body and people just go, why is she feeling tense? <laughs> yeah. 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 So one of the things that I just love watching you is how you move and you're dancing. Um, and I remember you saying like, you never could have fathomed how you can have a business where it's about dance, like using dance as an, like an introduction to your business. So I would love to hear that. Cause for me, that's like, when I see you move, I'm like, that's God yeah. in the body. That's so God yeah. in the body. Yeah. And this goes back to, you know, me being a farmer and thinking this was valuable. I'm I, who's going to, how am I ever going to get paid for my art? You know, who wants dance who really needs dance so indulgent right and so the shift came when I connected to my sexuality and I had an incredible sexual awakening the most profound sexual experience with myself without even touching myself it was just fire it was like a thousand suns in my sacral chakra and it's like I woke up and when I woke up that energy moved through my body now I've always been a dancer or since I was 15 so not not a super young dancer but my mum was a teacher and she taught in a way that was technique as technique but also 
funk with the technique, like Mm -hmm. make it your own. And so I had this wonderful gift of freedom inside of my education, my dance education. Mm -hmm. And so when I had this sexual sexual awakening and I started moving and moving energy through my body and reconnecting to my art, I started to notice something. I started to film myself and I'd watch it back. And there was a very fine, powerful observation that I made. And it was that there were times when I watched myself dance and I didn't feel much. I was like, oh, yeah, pretty dancing. And there were other times that I watched myself dance and my whole body was on fire. This is quite a big um, confession to make that I'm about to tell you now. One of the first times that I watched myself in that state and I felt fire through my body watching myself, I watched the same dance straight for about six hours over and over and over. And I basked in this feeling and it wasn't like, ah, I'm so hot, I'm such a good dancer. It was like breathlessness or inspiration, fire in my body, like absolute drive to just commune with this experience this space this this energy in my body and I after the sexual awakening and this experience these experiences running through my body I downloaded my first program fully down done in 10 minutes it was called femfire my my dance course right so what what I found is that I could tell when I was dancing completely in surrender like God was dancing my body. God was moving my body. There was no part of me that had any, any, any say in what was happening. And then there were other times where the Jay, the dancer, was dancing. And so what I I did and what I train women to do is to tap into the place where God dances your body. Because if you can find that in dance or in art or in, um, in, in, in any expression, writing, speaking, singing, anything, art, gardening, actually anything, that's how you can train yourself to have God in the body as well. There's another, there's another way, right? You can drip bubble spark or you just practice and, and feel and watch yourself back and become really finely tuned to the difference. Oh, my head's driving that. Oh, my whole body's being danced by divinity right now. Hmm. So when I danced, when I danced and I put a divine dance online, it moves the energy, touches other people, and it moves inside of their body. And I get messages of people dreaming about me. They they get up and they dance spontaneously and they message me and say, whatever's moving you is moving me. People say, I feel like a voyeur. It feels really awkward, but I can't stop watching. People say, you're the best dancer I've ever watched. Technically, I'm definitely not the best dancer. And it's not me. It's not me that they're, that they're desiring. It's to be able to feel the feeling of God in their body because it's truly what we, we yearn for, even if, even if those words don't feel right because of the trigger around the God word, we're yearning to feel emerging of our human with divinity because that's where effortlessness and fire and purpose come in beyond anything that we've ever known. And I truly think that that's what we all are all desiring, even if we don't know it. 
Mm, that is just so beautiful. Like I, I operate a lot. I can operate a lot in my mind. And so yeah. it's like to be reminded of even something so simple, like whatever lights us up, like you, could, you said gardening or just dancing or whatever yeah. journaling. It's such a beautiful yeah. reminder that's like what really pulls our, I guess our interest and our passion, like that can be the way to ignite like the, the spirit and the God within us. Um, so I love that. A hundred percent. And that comes back to inspiration equals alignment where your whole body, your mind and your words, your actions are all saying yes to the same thing. That is alignment. And if you say yes to that and you let that spirit move your body and you compound that through time, that will lead you to an experience of living with God in the body. The thing is um, it's scary. It's so scary because it will take you in a direction that you've potentially thought wasn't a good direction, like with me and dancing. I thought surely this is going to destroy every kind of respect that I have in my community as a businesswoman. Suddenly I'm dancing half naked on Facebook, right? But it didn't. I, I, I went from being Jay the farmer and green juice girl to, whoa, like some people maybe thought whatever they thought, but other people were like, whoa. I did not know this about you. And it was received mm. quite well because, because another thing that's very important to mention is if you dance from your head and people watch it, um, you're fragile of, of their opinions. If you dance from or do anything from an embodied divine state, you're untouchable. Mm. They can say anything. You're like, well, that wasn't even me anyway. I'm just a vessel for something way bigger than me. So say what you like, <laughs> um, but I'm doing it anyway. And you become this it's like you've got the protection of God. It's like you've got the blessing. It's it's a, a really powerful experience. Mm, that is so untouchable. good. Oh, I yeah. love that. I love that. It's like it's true because it, especially in especially with social media, it's so easy to fall prey to criticisms or like mean mm -hmm. comments or whatever. And like, um, and I think that a lot of times people hold themselves back from fully expressing themselves and I just love what you share like like it's you're untouchable because it's not really you yeah 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 yeah, yeah. it's mm. a really great experience I wish it on everybody to be so confident in something that comes through them that they can just allow it and feel confident in it just like that. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but then in the, in the same breath, I can say, yeah, sometimes I dance and I'm just all up in my head and I watch it. I'm like, what happened? <laughs> what? <laughs> but it, it comes with time and it comes with, um, if you haven't done it in a while or you've got a full-time job and you are required to kind of be suspended up in your head, out of your body, it is going to take, it is a journey, maybe every day to come back into your body and let your body speak about what's next for you I love that reminder that it's like it, it is like it's a practice it's a journey because it's yeah because it's almost like there's almost an expectation of I should get it right the first time oh, yeah but yeah yeah um I know for me like in front of a camera I'm very self-conscious that there's a camera until I've done it enough times that I just forget that it's yeah. there and then I'm no longer performing yeah. when I'm moving or whatever, dancing. 
Yeah, that is a very big one. With all types of art and life is the performance for others, is is thinking, like especially, especially with dance, you do it for others, right? It's to look pretty on stage, right? It's it's a performance, even art. Like, what are other people going to like? And and if you can, if you can get to that point of I really don't know what other people like. What do I like? What feels good for me? And and be free enough to eventually get to that place. And I actually think it can take a lot of time. If like if you're a painter, to go through the technical skills and then play be willing to play and make mistakes and one of the things I do in one of my programs is to get a piece of paper and scribble mm. just let yourself scribble and and if you can't people would you judge your scribble oh am I scribbling right like you can't get it wrong you really can't get it wrong but until you realize you can't get it wrong and that and go into that embodying that freedom you're not free you can't be in full surrender so practice with scribbling absolutely free flow scribbling do it 10 times in a row and scrunch the paper up and throw it away burn it burn past play and be willing to move on to a new style consistently a new style of scribble and watch how that scribble becomes your own unique flow and do that for a month 10 every day you will create you would have created a unique style a unique style of scribble not because you tried to, but because it came through you. I love that. Because, yeah, scribble, there, there's there's no rhyme or reason. You just move the pen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no like judgment. Life. <laughs> oh, I love it. Yeah. Uh, so how can listeners learn more about you, connect with you? Oh, the best place is Facebook. I mean, Instagram. <laughs> Facebook and Instagram. But I think Instagram... Instagram's my daily. Instagram's my daily. I'm like, I just bought my house and I'm renovating. So whenever you connect with me, you get my life. (laughs) You get all the aspects. Like I'm living in a caravan and my property with a bus and I rent my bus out. So you kind of get the whole, the whole story and the fun journey. Um, And I do speak about my business and, and what I offer on Instagram and then on Facebook as well. So on Instagram, I'm at J Kimber, J A Y. K-I-M-B-E-R and Facebook, I'm Jay Kimber and I'm dancing. I'm, I've got this like dancey profile picture. Amazing. I'm going to put links to the show notes um, and then programs. So you have, um, I saw a few that you're currently offering. Do you want to share that as well? Yes. The, the one that I, I'm, that I'm just doing is the business confidence program. That might be the only time that I run that one probably the the big one is business as art it's a three-part self-paced exploration of feminine energy in business so business as art and then the femme fire dance course so those two are the ones that you can access anytime and then if you want to work one-on-one with me the she blooms mastermind is as an option or one-on-one private coaching so you can reach out to me they can reach out to me if they want to chat about any of those options. Amazing. It's, I loved working with you. So anyone's listening, I highly recommend connecting with Jay and checking everything that she does. Um, It's just so fun to just watch you. It's like, (laughs) I just love that you you just flow. I love it. 
Thank you so much. You're beautiful. Thanks for having me on. So any time with you is a good time. So oh, I'm really so blessed to spend more time with you. Yay. Well, thank you so much, Jay. And uh, to those listening, please share this episode. Tag us on Insta if it resonates with you. And uh, we'll see you soon. Cheers. Thank you. To help you feel more supported and nourished in your body and nervous system, you're invited to download the free I Am Supported meditation in the show notes. May you feel grounded in who you are as you become the fullest expression of yourself. Thank you for listening to the Sacred Emergence podcast. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And thank you in advance for sharing with those who can benefit. Until next time.